Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. This is How Do You Do That with Emily Tresseter on Joy 94.9, the show answering the questions you didn't even know you had. This week I'm talking to Santa about what happens behind the scenes. So if you have kids or you are a kid, this episode is not for you. However, before we dive in, I do have a special message from Santa just for you. Christmas, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful time. I am very busy just preparing my sleigh. I hope that you've been very good because I've got some wonderful presents in my sleigh for you. So make sure you go to bed nice and early. Merry Christmas! (laughs) Remember, this episode is for adults only. So kids, switch off now. I'm chatting to actor Dash Crook about being Santa. We talk all things Santa photos, the best and worst parts of being Santa, and why it's a lot more work than it looks. It just felt like I was actually doing something that made people's lives a little bit better just just for that little moment. About two years ago, Dash got a job as Santa. I asked him how he got into Santering. Well, I am a bit of a Christmas fiend. I love Christmas. I've always loved Christmas. And Santa was a really magical thing for me growing up. I know that some people have, you know, resentment about, you know, finding out from their parents about what's going on. But for me, I still kind of cling on to it. Santa still visits our house every year. And I I just, I just wanted to kind of be involved in that. And one year I wrote to a company that was recruiting Santas. I didn't think I would get it because I was quite young and I was the youngest Santa that they'd ever recruited. So somehow I managed to get the job and yeah, and I worked five days a week down at the local shopping centre in Sydney and that's how it happened. That's amazing. So do they usually have like an age limit? Like an, well, an age minimum? Well, well, I mean, Santa generally is, is, you know, an older, an older gent, but I had the effect of some extra hair prosthetics and and things like that, that actually aged me a bit and I could get away with it. (laughs) Wow. So Dash was quite young for the job. I wanted to know what drew him to being Santa. For me, I thought, honestly, I thought it was going to be about just spreading Christmas cheer. And I think that Christmas is the one time where it's okay to be a little bit sentimental and it's okay to be a little bit naff and to get involved in that kind of, and just whatever's going on in the world, you know, you can always say, give Santa a hug and it feels, the world feels a little bit better. So there was that element where I was like, well, that's a good thing to do, you know, to actually bring some kind of lightness and joy into the world at a crazy period. But it turned Turned out to be a much different job to that, actually. I was really surprised by the number of people who were just coming to sit on Santa's lap and get their photo taken and say Merry Christmas. It's actually a very small percentage. A lot of the rest of the people actually had different reasons for coming to see Santa. It was really surprising. Like yeah. what kind of reasons? It was actually more of a counselling role. 
in a lot of ways because people would come there were people who came to see Santa every year and it was like a confessional they would come and they'd say now Santa you know I came and I saw you last year and my husband had left me at that stage and you know it was really hard but you know and they they just tell you this whole thing as though they were just checking in with you from last year to give you the update and what what had gone on in the past 12 months so there was uh, a lot of that these are adults obviously yeah adults adults that would come uh, to do that but then with the kids as well a lot of the times it was they'd say things like santa for christmas can can you please get my dad out of jail or can you please bring my dad back or can you parents who had passed away or parents who had separated or all those sorts of things so it was about negotiating that in a way that still kind of made the child feel heard and and enable them to move forward from that moment it was really surprising and it made me think that a lot of the other Santas who were doing the job were probably not as equipped to to do it in a lot of ways do you think you you had the right skill set and if so how come well I'm a very like empathetic person I'm a very compassionate person I have done like counseling courses and stuff in the past um I'm I was always the one in the group you know a group of friends where people would come to get things off their chest so I'd had I'd had that kind of life experience but I think also because I did have an affinity with Santa I did actually love I was actually trying to preserve his integrity and his persona and so it was one of those situations where I was like, well, what would Santa say? <laughs> you know? Armed with his acting skills and a love of Christmas, I asked Dash why being Santa was important and an important thing for people to do. I mean, it is that thing of just like spreading some sort of goodwill and cheer. But Santa, one thing that I learned that I wasn't expecting is that, yeah, Santa is a touchstone for a mm-hmm. lot of people, whether they're kids, whether they're adults. He's somebody that is a constant in what can be, like, I mean, this year with everything that was going crazy, Santa was still there, you know, and people can kind of rely on that. And it's this kind of what is often, you know, a crazy year or whatever. You get in there and you get to talk to Santa and you're like, okay, well, everything's okay in the world for a little moment. So I think that's important. And from my experience, it was about, it was about people having a figure in their lives that was constant, that perhaps that they didn't usually have Mm. in a lot of ways. So kids where parent where dads and stuff had disappeared or all that sort of stuff Santa was something that they could come back to I wonder if it matters cool. to those people whether the Santa was the same Santa as last year or whether it's literally just the sort of just being around a presence that is Santa umbrella um, term that's yeah that's right I think for them I mean they were adults so they knew that it was <laughs> what was going on yeah I know but, but I isn't that them, interesting yeah. And even knowing that, they still come back. Yeah, it's very interesting. And you just have to go with it then and give them what they need to get from that exchange. Yeah, it was a very it was a very interesting development for me. Most of it was about, yeah, giving people counselling. Or, <laughs> you know, the other thing was uh, uh, the kids were fine. The mm. kids were absolutely too fine. Easy. Pa- too easy. You want some Lego, go ahead. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the parents, they were the ones who were the nightmares. <laughs> I promised you a behind-the-scenes look into what it's really like being Santa. So, here, Dash talked me through a day as Santa. It's actually really hard work because I thought you're just sitting there and you're getting people up, but it's not like, cause I'm, I'm from an acting background. And so I was like, Oh, it'll be fine. You know, you just get into character and you go out there and you do it. But the thing with acting is that you're in character for maybe two or three hours 
But with Santa, you're on for eight hours a day. And there's no moment where you can let your guard down because you're Santa. (laughs) So so it was exhausting. So, you know, getting into the suit and all that sort of stuff. I mean, that's that's a, a rigmarole in itself. And because I was younger, I did have like bushy eyebrows and stuff like that that I had to apply and, and little bits of makeup and stuff to, to make him come more to life so that took a bit more time and the suit is very hot it's very uncomfortable in a lot of ways because it could the beard one of the things that you don't think about is that you can't have a Santa that's whose beard comes off so that's mm. got to be attached to you up the top as well so it's actually pulling into your face and is quite scratchy and hot and there was a, a different Santa who was working <laughs> with me who actually got really bad like rashes on his face oh, no. from the beard. It was really, yeah. So it's it's all of those little things that you kind of don't think about, but the suit is quite restrictive in a lot of ways. So that part of it wasn't quite as romantic or as magical as perhaps I had imagined. And the other thing is for the company that I was working for anyway, we only got, I think it was a half hour break in an eight hour shift. Did you just stay so, in, in the suit or? Yeah, well, we had to get up to the lunchroom. And of course, you've got to be sent all the way up to the lunchroom. And once you're in there, you just, you don't have time to get everything off. You can just take the beard and the hat off and stuff and try to cool down a little and then scoffs down some lunch and then you're straight back out. So <laughs> they worked our Santas quite hard. I'm not sure if everybody has that experience but we were working pretty hard (laughs) even when you're santa arguably the most jolly person in the universe Mm. do you still have good and bad days i mean yes yeah you do it depends on the people that you get as well there were days where it was just constant and it would be terrible parents with forcing their children upon santa that didn't want to be there or certain things like that but you're santa so you work through it you can't tell anybody off i did (laughs) admonish a few parents in a santa way you know, to, to say, oh, I think she knows what she wants. Why don't we try it another time? Or, you know, things like that where, where you're just like, mm, I think that's fine for today. Santa's got to see the other children, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> but just to be like, off you go, on your horse. <laughs> yes, yeah, like screaming children who were terrified and just forcing them onto Santa's lap. I had one woman saying, just hold him down, hold him down. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, I... <laughs> Santa doesn't like to torment children. That's not what I'm here for. Um, <laughs> just send them on there. Just some very strange, just because they need that photo. Yeah. You've got to get the photo. Audition or whatever. <laughs> I guess the suit would help you sort of sit in your role, right? But was there anything else that you did to prepare yourself in the beginning of the day, in the morning, to get yourself in the Santa swing of things? I mean, you just jumped in and out of the voice really easily, so I feel like you just did it. Not real. It's not like I was doing any hardcore like acting exercises to get into role or anything. Right. Okay. Um, no, it was it was more just about it was like you you do get given kind of like a Santa Bible in 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 a way at the start. You do have Santa training. So really? there are certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go to Santa school for a little bit because there's certain things that you can and can't do and can and can't say. Nowadays, every photo, one of the things that you have to do is you have to have your hands visible in every single photo. So that's something that's a rule. And and you've got, there's certain things that you're not allowed to talk about and there's certain things. And there's certain things that Santa just isn't allowed to do. We had people turning up in like full kink gear and stuff like that to get a photo with Santa. And, and the people who were in charge had to say, oh, 
fine. Santa doesn't need your photos in this kind of situation. Mm, <laughs> you might have to go mm, to a different Santa. So not that not that Santa I don't think Santa would kink shame, but I no. think <laughs> but there's certain things that he's gotta be aligned with in terms of what can be allowed in the shopping centre and all that sort of stuff. Very interesting on the daily what you'd be faced with. <laughs> I can I can only imagine. Was your Santa particularly jolly? Like in terms of the, the Santa that you present to the world. Yeah, but also compassionate, I think. That was my I think my Santa was very much about the individual child. So it was, you know, because some children, if you go up to them and you're like, oh, they go, oh my God, and they get really scared. So sometimes you have to be like, hello, Emily, it's all right. Mummy's here. I'm going to sit over here. And if you want to be with mummy, that's okay. I'm not going to, but I do have a very comfy lap. And last year you came and sat and talked to me, didn't you? And I wasn't scary then. And so it depends on... Oh, that's so lovely, you know, a karma Santa. Yeah, it, and it depends on the on the people. You have adults that want to have a big old laugh and a, and a joke with you and you can change for them. And But absolutely, he was jolly. Yeah, he, he was having a good time. He was, was always happy to see people. <laughs> Dasha's Santa was always happy to see people and carried a particular wonderful empathy. I needed to know whether his company gave him some kind of formula to help him be Santa. There, there was in terms of that. Like, yeah, absolutely, he's jolly. And yes, he's he he's kind and he's friendly and he doesn't tell rude jokes and he doesn't you know, do those sorts of things. But in terms of we, we did have a, a Santa laughing session where we had to learn what's a correct ho and what's not. <laughs> Actually, genuinely. Yeah, we did. Like a, like a short one. Because, I mean, everyone says ho, ho, ho. Yes. I tried to make him a little bit more more based in laughter I, I just didn't feel like going around saying ho 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 was was great mine was was more of a <laughs> i don't know if i can do it anymore but he would always go oh, ho, 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 ho. yeah nice <laughs> just more of a natural laugh but still hoeing here dash tells me about a particular reoccurring event he encountered as santa there's a child who says, are you the real Santa? And I, I would often say, well, that depends. Are you the real you? And they'd mm. go, yes. And I'd be like, well, there we go. And they'd just get a little <laughs> bit confused and move on. But there'd be kids... There'd be kids that would say, all right, well, if you're the real Santa, what did you give me for Christmas last year? Oh, tricky tricksters. And so I would try to get the parent to go around behind the child and I'd go and I'd give a little thinking face and I'd say, hmm, now what was it? that I got you last year and I'd try to get the parent to boot mouth, you know, make a mouthing or like a, or a charades behind. And I'd be like, oh, that's right. I got you that, that, oh, it was a Barbie playhouse, wasn't it? And they'd go, oh, but there was one time where the parent went around behind and I said, oh, now what did I get you last year? And the mother went, ah, oh, you'll never guess. You're never going to guess, Santa. Oh, I think I might be able to remember. And she's like, nah, you're never going to get it. <laughs> no help at all, mum. No help at all. I was like, you're just not getting the cues here. <laughs> <laughs> and in the end, I think I actually got pretty close with that kid. You can generally, you can kind of ask like leading questions or they're wearing soccer shorts or they're, you know, and you can be like, now, but I got you some sports gear last year, didn't I? And they're like, oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I think the funniest thing about that whole situation is that even if you were Santa, genuinely mm. Santa, 
there are so many children in the world. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's no way actual Santa is remembering what they got, specifically Tom Smith last year. Yeah, no, I and in those situations where I couldn't get past it, I would say, well, look, I am getting older every year, and that's why... I need a list, so I'd have to go back and check my list. But Mrs. Claus is doing some proofreading of it at the moment, making sure that it's all lined up so I don't have it here. <laughs> Get away with it that way. That's, it's a little so. bit of, it's well, actually, it's a lot of improv, I guess. It's a lot of improv, yeah. Do you, yeah. outside of being Santa, you said that you act? Yes. Do you do improv as well? Not really. I used to do a little bit, but no, not so much. I'm not like in an improv troupe or anything. Are most of the people that play Santa actors? No, actually, there was a, it was a wide range of peoples. There was there was a the every year the guy that plays Santa, and there's the Santa who starts growing his beard in June, ready for December. And so they're like professional Santas that wait for it every year. And then you had like John, who was a butcher, who was just like, oh yeah, that'll be fun. And then there was. <laughs> You know, like a, f- a full range of people, actually. So I think in my intake anyway for that particular company, I think I was the only actor. Do you think that your acting experience influenced the way you absolutely. were Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it made me, kept me in character all day, which was good. And it absolutely helped with those kind of improv moments and those kind of things for thinking of on the fly. So yeah, it was good. It, it also made me wish that Santa's had some sort of union. Um, <laughs> 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 it wasn't it wasn't paid like an acting role. <laughs> Earlier Dash said that it was more often the parents that caused trouble rather than the kids. I wanted to know more about those moments. The constant one was parents doing the Santa photo for themselves, not for the kids. So the kid was terrified of Santa, absolutely terrified. And they would just come in and try to force them on him and be yelling at the child and saying, stop screaming, we want to get a nice photo. And and you're like, oh, this isn't. And as Santa trying to negotiate that and not traumatize this child forever, whilst also saying to the parents, it's all right, I'm here till December, you can always come back and try again. Or because it's Christmas season as well, they just want to get it done. That happened a lot. And the hard ones were times where the kids, like the parents had separated or something like that. The mother or father trash talking the other parent in front of the kid and the kid actually confiding to Santa that they really missed them or this is what it was like always at home now and they were really sad and th- that sort of thing was 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 hard and you would try to I mean you can't counsel the parents but you do then as Santa try to say I know that you've had your problems but Danny is feeling a little sad at home about the way that you're talking about his dad and maybe maybe it's something where you can keep that to yourself or when he's not around because he does still love his daddy very much even though you're separated or you know things like that which is like this this is beyond my pay grade but really important for the kids i had one kid that was really beautiful and he and he asked if i could bring his dad back for christmas because his dad had passed away and i said and i had to say look when your daddy was alive he loved you very much didn't he he said yes and i said well you're very very lucky because some children They don't have that experience. They don't have a daddy that loves them as much as your daddy did. And you, when he was alive, you did wonderful things together, didn't you? He said, yes. And I said, well, this Christmas, 
what I want you to do is before everybody wakes up, I want you to go down to the lounge room and I want you to close your eyes in front of the tree and I want you to think about your favourite moments that you had with your daddy. And your daddy won't be there in person on Christmas, but you'll be able to feel him in your heart. And he went, okay, Santa. And and he went away. And that was all, all you could do. But for him, that was something I said, I can't, I can't bring your daddy back. But your daddy is always going to be there in your heart. And I want you to know how special that you are to have a daddy who loved you so much that you can miss him this much. Because not everybody has that. So every time you miss him, think about why you miss him because it's because he was such a good daddy wasn't he? like yes he was the best daddy sometimes yeah sometimes it was hard you did have kids that you know kids that had illnesses and things like that that wanted to come see santa that was really hard but but they were coming because they needed the joy absolutely so you always tried to give them the joy always tried to give them something that they could walk away with and feel better about it yeah what was the most mm. rewarding part of being santa for you personally i think it was those kind of moments i think it was the moments where kids that weren't getting what they needed from home which was really quite upsetting kids that were getting a pretty rough experience at home were getting something from santa that they just weren't getting from either their parents or their whoever was looking after them or whatever just for that moment that they felt that they were worthwhile or that somebody cared about them even if it was even if it was a you know a mythical man for that moment that they felt that they felt valued and i and i think that was that was what got me through a lot of the days days where i was just exhausted or had had terrible parents but you know and and it was the beautiful moments where people would come up and they would just give you the biggest hug like it was the like you were the best thing in the world like that was lovely dash brought an enthusiasm to being santa and certainly a passion he hasn't been santa for a few years now so I asked the question I'm sure you were dying to ask. Do you yeah. now judge other Santas? Like if you're Christmas shopping and you're in a department store, are you like, damn, that's a dodgy Santa? I, I, I mean, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you sit when you see this sloppy Santa with half a beard hanging off, and you're just like, "Oh, I'm like, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> Giving us a bad rap. You're, you're ruining dreams here." <laughs> <laughs> see, that's also why you need a union. So there's, you know, like standardized yeah. Santa. Absolutely. I, I do feel a bit like Will Ferrell in Elf occasionally. He's yeah. not the real Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you said right up the top at the beginning when we started chatting that you would do it again. Why would you do it again? I do, again, I do love Christmas. I don't think, I don't think I've felt as, I mean, it was a hard slog, but it really felt like Christmas that year. Like, mm. it really, like this year, I, I, I mean, you know, with COVID and everything that's going on, I feel like I, I blinked and it was December and then suddenly it's Christmas and I'm also moving house and I haven't been able to put my tree up and it's like, it doesn't necessarily feel like Christmas this year. But yeah, it really did feel like Christmassy that year. It was hard work. I'd probably work for a different company, not going to lie. Um, <laughs> but but I, I, would, I would love to do it again. It kind of sounds like being Santa was a bit of a roller coaster, a really rewarding and fulfilling roller coaster. To finish our chat, Dash told me about a lot of the funniest moments he had while Santa. I guess the funny things is like drunken adults and police units and things like that all coming to have santa photos and police units yeah 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 we had the local police unit come down and get their photo with santa so it was them like in full kit with like their guns and their all that sort of stuff sitting on santa's knee and <laughs> getting their photos and we had a lot of like people who had been 
to Christmas parties uh, <laughs> and had decided after the Christmas party that it would be a great idea to go down and get a photo with Santa. They were hilarious because it was worse than wrangling the kids. Like, they'd be jumping in his sack and they'd be, like, trying to, like, <laughs> give him big old sloppy kisses and, like, just, uh, it was just a lot. So it was hard wrangling the Christmas party people more than the kids, I think. <laughs> Did you have like security elves? <laughs> well, we did. Well, we had people, yeah, there that, that were taking the photos and stuff like that. So not so much security elves, but um, <laughs> we did have some people who tried to wrangle them to get them out of the way. The cute thing was as well, we we always had we had a couple of times where there were animal photos, so people could bring in their dogs or their cats or whatever. We had people bringing in like snakes and lizards and like rabbits and like all sorts of things. So <laughs> you never quite knew what you were going to do. Were you scared at all with the snakes and stuff? Well, I, yeah, I didn't let them kind of come too close. They... <laughs> Santa doesn't like snakes. <laughs> they had to stand a little bit further away. They had certain rules and stuff with different animals about how Santa could interact with them. And we had to be careful as well. Like it would be have to be a different suit and stuff like that because of allergies and stuff with kids. So Makes sense. Yeah, so there would be certain things that they would have to do in between those. But there were some ridiculous times. Lots. It was the drunken adults that were the the most hilarious ones. And so many flirty middle-aged women were so inappropriate with Santa. A lot of middle-aged women who have a thing for Santa. few middle-aged women who were, who were just like, hey, Santa, if I give you, if I give you my number, I'm free later on. <laughs> Santa's well, busy. married. <laughs> Mrs. Claus would not appreciate that. Yeah. I'd like to thank Dash Crook for being on the show. I've honestly learned so much about what it means to be Santa, as well as how attractive Santa is to some people. I hope you've enjoyed this extra special seasonal episode of How Do You Do That? From everybody at Joy 94.9, I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to another episode of How Do You Do That with Emily Tresseter. If you think you or someone you know would make a great guest on the show, get in touch. Email that at joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.